But let me get this straight. One whole weekend, you looking after my little girls. I look, I love your kids, I do. But they live to terrorize me. And if you win? You have to take your next promotion. You pull a trigger, I pull a trigger. Think about the wind. Or not left to right. Humidity. I say it's about 62%. You gonna feed me the barometric pressure, too? That's on the rise. Like your panties. You love my panties. That's an interesting choice of a joke. Okay. Of all the things you all could right. say, okay, I'm just you saying. love my panties. Are you, are you gonna shut up? What's that? Are you gonna shut up? I'm, just, I'm trying to I'm do looking something. I'm trying to do something. I just up. don't have I to. Just shut up. Just saying. I just shut up. How's your heart? <laughs> that is not gonna count. I get to go again because you talked. Now I pull the trigger. No, we're not doing that. That's not gonna count. Cheater? I bought my little girls a karaoke machine, and they love singing on it all night long. Make sure you bring your earplugs. Boom. Come on, best two out of three. Nope. You didn't tell me about the karaoke machine. Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing okay, guys. It's been a really, really long day today. A lot of crazy stuff's been going on, but uh, I'm happy to end my day off with recording an episode on uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, get that bonus episode out to you guys, and uh, start the uh, weekend off right. And uh, the reason I say this is a bonus episode, if for those of you who uh, maybe joining for the first time, or maybe you haven't listened to the podcast in a while, but you were interested in hearing this review. Essentially, the uh, Road to 100 is what I'm on. I'm currently reviewing the Lethal Weapon series, and then after that will be the Rocky series. And then episode 99 is the uh, Karate Kid remake, in my opinion, Never Back Down. And then episode 100 is the big one, the Karate Kid. But the bonus episodes, originally I was going to put these out on kind of like a a premium basis kind of thing where you didn't necessarily have to pay for it. You could download it if you wanted it. But at the same time, I thought, well, it's kind of a pain in the rear end. Everybody already has Sweep the Leg kind of already installed on their iPod or iPads or whatever. So might as well just keep it on the same feed, but just kind of title it differently. So this is the bonus episode. Essentially, it does not apply to the Road to 100. It's just an extra episode for you to jam to. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you interested in hearing about G.I. Joe, great. Check it out. If not, then just wait till you hear Lethal Weapon 3. So the next bonus episode will be the uh, first of the Fast and Furious franchise. Essentially, Fast 6 is coming out pretty soon. And I'm going to be starting that whole entire franchise. And I'll be ending it, of course, on Fast 6. I'm very excited to start that series up. Now, this episode, uh, there's going to be no movie and music news. It's just going to be straight up the review of G.I. Joe Retaliation. I'm going to do the first part of the review spoiler-free. Then I'll give you guys a little warning when I'm going to start the spoilers. We'll get into that, maybe about like 10 minutes. And then we'll cut to the music spotlight and the show's over. It's going to be kind of a short, sweet episode. And uh, let's get rolling. So uh, why don't we hit the trailer, and then we'll start talking some G.I. Joe retaliation. Let me get this straight. One whole weekend, you looking after my little girls. Yep, as long as I can bring this. I love your kids. But they live to terrorize me. I do. See that? Security's early. 
There's only one man who could authorize a strike like that. And I voted for him. My fellow world leaders, this country is at war. The new special forces unit, codenamed Cobra, will protect us where the Joes could not. The G.I. Joes are no more. What if the president isn't the president? You're insane. Our government has been infiltrated. Any and all traces of our existence is terminated. We have to assume that there's no one we can trust. There is one man. He's the reason we call ourselves Joes. Take two cases of thin mints and a box of chuckalucks. General Colton, call me Joe. What Cobra did to us, they're going to do to the world. This is it, boys. This is what we waited for. Boom. Whoever did this, we'll be back. We're all that's left. Let's get to work. World ain't saving itself. You went rogue. I wasn't gonna bury any more Joes. Something else is going on here. Get out of there now. So let's start off this review, spoiler free, so that way you guys can, uh, if you are wanting to check this out, haven't checked it out yet, but you kind of want to hear my thoughts on it prior to going and see it, then you can kind of get an idea what I feel for the movie. I will tell you this, that the spoiler free section is going to be pretty small. Most of my issues or concerns really deal heavily in the spoilers, so I'm going to try to make this as best as I can when it comes to spoiler-free. So here we go. G.I. Joe Retaliation, give you guys a little background here. I had uh, pre-screening tickets to this bad boy. It's my first pre-screening I've ever had, which was pretty awesome. At my local theater, there's this thing called Classic Rewards, and I got an email about a week prior to this that said, hey... We are going to be playing G.I. Joe Retaliation on a Tuesday. You get a chance to see it two days before its official release. I was like, I am down. Let's do it. So I bought my tickets and uh, me and the wife worked things out. We got to go to the show and all was well. Now, my wife is a humongous G.I. Joe fan. I, on the other hand, are not, uh, am not. Uh, I just kind of watched the first movie just to kind of watch it, but she's kind of the diehard Transformer, G.I. Joe, Marvel person versus me on the diehard DC. You know, we're basically the opposite. So it, it kind of works when we both watch movies together because I can kind of give her background, she can give me background. So, uh, you know, the first movie, there's a lot of hate for that movie. It's definitely kind of crazy, a lot of convoluted stuff happening in that film. But I think I enjoyed it more than most but uh, it's definitely not the greatest movie I've ever seen. And my wife, you know, told me when uh, I gave her the insight about how this film uh, is going to be, you know, The Rock is the new lead. And as you guys know, I'm the biggest Rock fan on the face of the planet. And I think Duke dies. And, you know, needless to say, my wife was pretty pissed. She says, you cannot have Duke die. Roblox is your leader. I mean, Roblox is not your leader. It has to be Duke. You know, and she just went off on this. She said, she gave me a really good comparison. She's like, that's like going to a Batman movie 
and they kill off Batman and they make Robin the new lead. And when she when she put it in that perspective, I was like, wow, kind of crazy. So I'm going to give you guys a little insight on what happens in this film. And then uh, I'll tell you my issues. And then we'll hit the spoilers, man. Uh, I can tell you this. The more I think about this film and the more I talk about this film with other people, the less I like the film. Uh, when I first got out of the movie, I was uh, pretty impressed with the 3D because... I'm not a big 3D person, but I definitely liked what I saw. I thought the conversion was pretty cool. I don't know if it's the greatest 3D, because keep in mind, this is my third 3D movie I've ever seen. So compared to the other two that I've seen in the past, which was Underworld and Resident Evil, this was the best that I had seen so far. Again, I'm not saying I'm an expert on 3D. I'm sure there's been better 3D films. I'm just saying based on my experience, I really enjoyed the 3D and thought it was pretty awesome. But uh, I could tell you this, that uh, the first uh, the first 20 minutes of the film are very exciting, pretty, you know, on my seat. I'm loving it. And then after that, uh, the movie kind of tanks for me going downhill from there. So let's talk about The Rock, good old Dwayne Johnson. As you guys know, I am The Rock's biggest fan. I'm his biggest supporter. So I was pretty excited to find out that he was going to be in this film. I thought it was pretty awesome. And, of course, knowing Bruce Willis was going to be in it, I thought it was going to be pretty great. But I had this distinct feeling that they were going to kill Duke off. You know, we all know that this film was supposed to come out last year. And then probably, I think it was a week before it was supposed to be released, they dropped the bombshell on us and told us that they were uh, going to convert the film to 3D. I guess test audiences found out Duke died. They weren't happy with it. So to give you the answer, if uh, Duke lives or Duke dies, you'll have to check out in the spoiler section. I can tell you this, that the movie starts off and you have uh, Rock, which is uh, Roadblock, and you have uh, Duke starting off and have really good chemistry, man. A lot of funny moments between these two. I really enjoyed these two together. Um, I do know and I have read that they filmed additional scenes and my thought process is that the additional scenes are in the beginning of the film. You have them together hanging out at his house playing some video games. A lot of funny stuff happens during that scene and then as you've seen in the trailer they're having a shootout against a cupcake. It's pretty funny. I could tell you that uh, uh, Channing Tatum did a much better job as Duke in this movie than he was in the first movie. You know, in the first movie, I think he was kind of stale a little bit. But in this one, he was more fun. You know, kind of like 21 Jump Street is probably my favorite uh, Tatum film. And I really enjoyed his performance of Duke in this movie. It was pretty great. Rock was uh, was pretty awesome throughout this film. I don't have anything bad to say that uh, the of the Rock's performance. You know, uh, as you know, uh, I'm kind of biased when it comes to him. But I was trying to be, you know, could he be be a GI Joe? Could he really kind of carry this film, if you will, on his shoulders? You know, if he had to, and and how would it work? And it's good stuff, you know. And uh, I thought Bruce Willis, you know, when he was in this film, was uh, pretty good, pretty funny. And uh, he had some really good moments. Of course, the best one is when he's laying in the back of the car and, and does the shootout. And she asks her, you okay? Yeah, my cholesterol is a little high. That whole funny scene. I really enjoyed that. Uh, for the female lead in this film, we have uh, Adrian uh, Pilecki, which is Lady Jane. Now, you'll probably know her originally from Supernatural. She was uh, Jess's. She's Jess, which is... Uh, Sam's girlfriend. She's the one that burns up in the very first episode. And she also was going to be Wonder Woman, but then they canceled that. But you probably recently have seen her Red Dawn. 
and she was uh, she was okay. She wasn't the strongest character in the film. Uh, she's probably the person you cared maybe the third you know third or fourth person you cared about. The one person that was introduced in this film is Flint, and I didn't really care for this guy at all. I thought he was kind of weak kind of pointless to be honest with you i'll get into spoilers why i thought that this guy was pointless but let's just say that this guy really didn't have to be in the film we have uh jonathan price who plays the president that's where zartan originally you know arnold vaslu from the mummy he was uh he's zartan in the first movie and as you know at the end of part one he becomes the president well uh, he does a good job of being the president, of kind of being uh, the good the good version, the bad version. But uh, pretty much all the G.I. Joes from the first film, they're all gone. And they don't really address that. My, my biggest problem with this film is the fact that it tries to be a, uh, a sequel and a reboot at the same time. And it kind of fails because it doesn't know which one it wants to be. In regards to being a sequel... It uh, clearly leaves a lot of things out from part one, which I'm fine if you want to do a reboot and you want to forget the things that happened in the prior movie. I'm down for that. It's been done. But don't be pulling various things from the first movie, like pulling the uh, the president storyline and pulling Zartan and, and just pulling these different elements out and then you don't address certain other issues like where is this character, what happened to all the hundreds of Joes that there are, so on and so forth. There's a lot of crap that's missing from this film and it's because of the fact that it didn't know if it wanted to be a reboot or a sequel. If it wanted to be a reboot, it would have been a reboot. It would have, you know, it's fine if you wanted to only have Duke be your only line maybe i don't know i think they easily could have rewrote this film uh differently in just a few areas and it would have been so much more solid and i'll get into that in the spoiler section but let's just say this my overall rating for this film originally i gave it a three and a half but the more i think about it the more i've talked about it with my friends i'm dropping it down to a three I'm giving it a three because I thought the action was pretty great. I have to say that the mountain scene with uh, all the flying ninjas looked pretty awesome in 3D. I dug it. Um, I thought I had a lot of fun with that scene. It goes on for about like 10 minutes, so it may drag out for you, but I enjoyed what I saw. It was pretty cool when all the swords would come at my face. I thought that was pretty fun. I really, you know, I enjoyed Rock just tearing it up with the big guns and stuff. That was pretty fun. I enjoyed Bruce Willis and stuff. I enjoyed, uh, you know, Adrian Pilecki character, Lady Jane. She was cool. I really enjoyed Storm Shadow. And, of course, I enjoyed, um, you know, Snake Eyes. Those two were pretty great. They kind of have a little twist on what's going on with the characters from the first film. But the movie doesn't really get any better than three stars. There's a lot of plot holes there's a lot of missing pieces if you will which i'll get into in the spoilers there's a lot of um i don't know after 20 minutes the movie takes a dive for me and um i don't know it's just it's real frustrating because i really had a lot of high hopes for this film is it better than the first movie yes it's better than the first movie but at the same time you know the first movie is really convoluted and the second movie is missing a lot of pieces so 
it's it kind of sucks, really. I mean, it's kind of the best way I can describe it is the fact that this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know if it wants to be a sequel, and it doesn't know if it wants to be a reboot. It tries to be both at the same time, and that's where it fails. It, they should have picked one area and stuck with that all the way. I think it would have been much more of a solid film. So uh, let's get into let's get into the spoilers, and then uh, after the spoilers, we'll give the spoilers about maybe ten minutes. And then we'll roll into the music spotlight. So, warning, here you go. We got some spoilers. Alright, so this is the spoiler section of the review. So, if you're listening to this, then you either watch this movie or you could care less. So, this is your final warning. I'm going to go into all the spoilers so uh, if you want to skip this, skip about 10 minutes, we'll get to the music spotlight, and then we'll be done. So here we go. Uh, biggest spoiler of the whole entire movie, Duke dies. And it's real unfortunate. It happens about 20 minutes in. Remember I was kind of telling you earlier in the review how I think the two scenes that were filmed uh, during this 3D conversion, there's a scene of them in the beginning where they're hanging out at the house playing video games. It's really funny. And then the second time you see Roadblock and Duke, uh, you have them doing kind of a shootout, uh, kind of making a bet. It's real fun. Got a lot of good chemistry. It's really funny. And I kind of knew that Duke was going to die when he, you know, when the, you know, the guys come in, they start blowing stuff up. And I'm like, great, he's going to sacrifice himself and he's going to die. And the moment he died, my wife was pissed. She's like, this sucks. And immediately the rest of the film she could not enjoy. And I was I was kind of on her side because the movie definitely took a dive because of the fact of you easily, after I reviewed this in my head, you easily could have had the same movie and just rewrite a few things and you could have fixed a lot of problems. Number one, this Flint character, this guy is pointless. I mean, you don't care about this guy. He's kind of like a, a rebel, if you will. And then it kind of that storyline kind of gets thrown away. But you easily could have made it to where Duke uh, lives and you had Roblox and you had uh, Lady Jane and you had Snake Eyes. And this was the remaining G.I. Joes you had because, you know, Duke is the leader. And then uh, obviously Roblox is underneath Duke. So when Duke dies, he has to take the lead and be the main guy. Well, my wife said, well, The Rock can never be second, you know, second place in a movie. Of course, they're going to make him number one. I told her, well, I disagree with that because look at the fast, look at Fast Five. He's a co-star in that film and he doesn't, he doesn't have top billing. He's not Vin Diesel or Paul Walker in that film. He's, he's just a guy that's going after them. And of course, his presence is, is huge in that film. So it, he easily could have been second in command and still pull off the same crap that he did in this film. And you still could have had Duke and you still could have had that chemistry and it would have made so, it would have made such a better film. And just by rewriting the status of, uh, a roadblock keeping Duke alive, all those guys trying to find who killed off all the Joes and, you know, still going after the president. I mean, you still could have rewrote a few things and it made it work. Now, I do have Devil's Advocate to where 
okay, if Duke had lived, would it have been as emotional? Like, would you really have cared? Okay, all the G.I. Joes are dead. So Duke's still alive. So who gives a crap? I mean, technically, it's kind of like with Expendables too. You get introduced to the new character. You really enjoy him. And then when they kill him, it really hurts your heart. Same thing with this. When Duke dies, it really hurts your heart. But unfortunately, it hurts the film. Even though you may be a fan or you may not be a fan of Channing Tatum, it's like I said that the Batman comparison. You don't kill off Batman and have Robin be your main guy. But given the movie that I'm that I'm given, I'm accepting the fact that Roadblock is the main guy because they want to rewrite and reboot this thing. So I'm fine with that. But then you have their problem of they're trying to do a sequel to where they don't ever tell you what happened to the guys in the first film. What happened to Marlon Wayans? I thought I was his best friend. You know, they just automatically tell you that he is now, you know in command and he has these people underneath them they don't tell you what happened all the hundreds of joes and all the secret places they had it's just like we're kind of taking little bits and pieces that we like from the first film and we're putting in this one and it like i said that's how you're having the sequel and the reboot at the same time and you know they did a different look on um on storm shadow uh, not Storm Shadow, but on Snake Eyes. Um, and he looked cool. You know, Ray Park, Darth Maul, he was pretty awesome. They do a little twist with the characters to where uh, Storm Shadow is, in fact, not the killer of the Sensei. But if you read the comics, that storyline was there anyway. So it's not really too different. Uh, but it's just there's just a lot of randomness that happens up because, you know, for the first half, you really have uh, you have Snake Eyes and you have Jinx together by themselves in Japan while you have the G.I. Joes kind of... It was almost boring in a way. It was like, what are you guys really doing? Not a whole lot. You're trying to regroup and I guess try to find you know the guys that took you down. But uh, there's just a lot of random stuff. And it just... I don't know. It it was kind of convoluted just like the first movie. But, with, but it was more boring, if you will. So I was just really disappointed with this film the more that i i think about it and really talk about it it's just a depressed it's just depressing for me because i had such high hopes for this film and i think if they would have just picked one or the other either make a sequel or make a, a reboot go that way all the way and just fix those small problems i think it would have been perfectly fine i probably would have given it four stars but because of the way that you know once duke died man it just really brought the movie down and it just kind of lost something. You know, there was a certain feeling that was there and then it just got ripped apart and it was and it was missing. And I'm sure the writers thought that by killing off Duke, it was no big deal, but it is a big deal. So that's kind of my that's kind of my feelings, man. Um, you know, they did set it up to where there'll be a sequel. You know, you have Rock and Willis back together again with the remaining groups of people. That's great. But I'm sure when number three comes out, I'm not going to be as excited for it, you know, as I was hoping for this film. And it's it's just kind of depressing. You know, usually these movies I walk out of and I'm on such a such a high and I'm just like, wow, it was so great. But I don't know, man, it, this has turned out to be a really rough year. And I'm really hoping that Iron Man 3 is great. The thing I can at least look forward to is I know Fast 6 is going to be so awesome. There's no way that it's not going to be great because I got the same director, the same writers that have done the last two films in the Fast uh, Fast 5 or the Fast Furious franchise. 
knowing I have everybody back, I know it's going to be just as solid as number five was. And at least I have something to look forward to. And uh, at least I know Rock will be in at least one good movie uh, this year. So I never saw Snitch. And I'm not going to go see Pain and Gain. That looks completely ridiculous. And this movie was a letdown for me. So, again, my final score is three stars on this bad boy. It really gets three stars just because I thought Rock was, you know, in any scene he was pretty badass as always. And I did enjoy, uh, you know, Adrian Pilecki. She was pretty cool. And, I, of course, I dug the Storm Shadow and Snake Eye stuff. The 3D was pretty entertaining and the mountain scene was pretty great. But uh, I I couldn't give it anything above three because there was just so much problems with the 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 fighting between reboot versus sequel and it just didn't work so all right guys that's the that's it man that's that's the review that's a wrap let's move into the music spotlight All right, I got a really good music spotlight for you guys. As you guys know, on the last episode, Lethal Weapon 2, I told you I got some newer music that i really been digging. And uh, the 12 Stone episode that I did for the Underground Hour was really fun, good times, had some good feedback on that. So this song is a brand new song. It's currently on the iTunes chart. Now, I'm not a big fan of this band, but ever since I heard this song on the radio, I've been completely in love with it. I instantly went out and bought it, and then I've been hearing it in uh, TV show trailers and stuff. It's been awesome. And that's Fallout Boys. My songs know what you did in the dark. You know, I'm a sucker for those two-letter words, you know, the ba-ba-ba-ba or the O's or, you know, just wherever you're taking a two-letter word and you're just doing ah-ah, you know, whatever, however you do it, I'm usually a sucker for that. And this song has one of those. The chorus is really great, really catchy tune. It's a lot of fun. I really dig this song. It's pretty awesome. So it's definitely in the music spotlight. Go get this song on iTunes. The new album's coming out. They did reunite. If you are a fan of Fallout Fall Boy, go buy this tune on iTunes right now. I believe it's in the top 10. It's a pretty amazing song. I really dig it. So uh, I don't have any emails for you guys because obviously, you know, I didn't really announce that I'm doing G.I. Joe sending your emails. So I didn't hear from you guys, which is fine. But don't forget, next week I'm going to be doing Lethal Weapon 3. So don't forget to write in for that, sweepdelayedpodcast.yahoo.com or at the Gmail address at stlpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to go on Twitter. You can find the po- the podcast at stlpodcast. Don't forget to go to Facebook, www.facebook.com slash sweepdelayedpodcast. Like that sucker. And I just uploaded a really cool picture of a Sweep the Lake shirt that I just bought. It's pretty sweet looking. I dig it. Thanks to producer Aaron for hooking me up with that information. It was pretty great. And uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook group, the STL Nation. It's a lot of fun there. A lot of places to hang out. And uh, I'll get you guys that Lethal Weapon 3 episode probably in the week or two. Uh, it's been really crazy in the Masunas life. So... Um, you know, I'm not going to be able to do speedy podcasts for a little while, but, uh, I'm definitely not canceling any either. So I will love you. I will give you guys a heads up when I plan on recording Lethal Weapon 3 so you can get your emails in for that. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this review of GI Joe. And, uh, here's hoping that the next movie I see in the theater, which I believe is going to be Iron Man 3, 
It's total badass. I really hope it'll be awesome. Uh, but the movie I really can't wait for is Fast 6. You know, of course, Man of Steel is going to be mind-blowing. But for me, I'm waiting for Fast 6. That's my movie of the year, man. That's the one I'm just dying to see and I can't wait for is that movie. So uh, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. You guys are the best. You guys are the greatest. And I will catch you on the next episode. So you guys take care. Masuna's out. <laughs>